also felt condemning stares from other customers. I was sure they were all wondering why I couldn't keep my daughter under control and would love to give volumes of advice if only I'd ask. I knew this is what they were thinking because BK, before kids, I used to see unruly children and have these same thoughts. My children would never act that way. That poor mother needs some advice from me. Oh, how her judgments come back to haunt us. I picked up Hope, put her face where she had to look squarely into my eyes, and in the harshest voice I could whisper, said, Mommy told you no. Do not get out of your stroller. Do not touch the books. Do not wander off. Do you understand? No. Just as I finished my correction, she reared her head back, threw it toward my head, and bit me. She sank her sharp little teeth right into my cheek. I could not believe what was happening. All I knew is that I had to get out of that store and away from my vampire child. I tucked Hope, still screaming for the manuals, under one arm, picked the stroller up and tucked it under my other arm, and waddled out of the store. By the time I reached my car, we were a tangled mess of baby gear and tears. I drove straight to my husband's restaurant, marched in holding Hope at arm's length, and instructed him to put her in the baby backpack as she was staying with him for the remainder of the day. When he inquired about the bleeding gash on my face, all I could say was, this is exactly the reason I can't have her with me right now. I drove home and drew a hot bath, but not even Calgon could take me away. As I lay my head back against the tub's edge, I kept thinking about what a failure I was. Through my tears, I stared at the water pouring out of the tub's faucet. I want to offer what this water offers to everyone who releases it from the faucet. It brings warmth and comfort. It fills a space without leaving any gaps. It is clean and able to wash away the yuck of life. It has a vast supply of its offering. It is pure and without hidden or harsh elements. It fulfills the purpose for which it was made. I let the water run until the tub could not contain another drop. Even at my slightest movement, the water sloshed about and overflowed onto the floor. There was such a stark difference between my soul and the water in the tub. I thought to myself, I am so completely spent. I have nothing left to give. What's wrong with me? I am so afraid I'm going to be a complete failure as a mother. Lord, am I going to mess up my kids? Most moms can relate to this feeling. That's why I wrote this book. It's not a parenting book. It's not how to be the best mom ever book. It's not a one-size-fits-all advice book. It's an honest look at motherhood. Through all the pushes and pulls, stresses and strains, and triumphs and failures are perspectives I have found to be encouraging and even transforming. I have discovered that if I can change the way I think about something, I can change the way I react to it. If I change the way I react, I can change the way I define myself as a mother. I don't have to be defined as one barely hanging on in survival mode. I can be a mom who thrives and lives and loves the great adventure I've been called to. So whether you are pushing a stroller while a toddler squirms about or pushing a hole in the floorboard of your car while your teen learns to drive, join me for a few weeks and let's do life together. Keep your Bible handy and your heart open. I can't promise you'll know the answer to every motherhood question after we finish this book.
but I can promise you'll look at your role with a refilled heart, a refueled approach, a renewed perspective, and a soul that feels refreshed. I have been through lots more tub days since those early years with hope. I now have five kids. Me, the woman who could barely handle one child, and now I have five. I am not a perfect mom, but I have learned to embrace motherhood with a great sense of joy. It is a calling. I must always keep in mind that how I handle this calling will shape the generations that come after me. What a sobering and yet thrilling thought. The traditions I start with my child will be carried on. The foundations I build with my children will be built upon. The morals, values, and spiritual disciplines I teach will shape and mold my children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and others I won't ever meet. My family will be my greatest legacy.